I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Chris Mooney on the line. He's the managing partner over at Cider Moon Investment Group. Uh, Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks, Adam. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So I'm excited to get more into Cider Moon Investment Group and what you're doing in real estate. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more in your background. So how'd you get started in business and as an entrepreneur, Chris? Sure. My background uh, is strictly finance-based. Uh, I got my bachelor's degree from Notre Dame in finance and worked a couple years in, in corporate finance in the cable and telecom industry, then went back uh, and got my master's at Arizona State University and actually wanted to do something sports-related. Um, but graduating in 2009 in that economy, I was mm -hmm. actually going to make some less money than when I before I went to school. So I ended up going back to my roots in finance and got into banking and did that for the most part of my 20s and early 30s before wanting to do something a lot more entrepreneurial. So in my spare time, I started doing single-family uh, flips in the Westchester, New York area while working in the city just to still have a paycheck but do it as kind of a hobby and get get my feet under me in real estate um, and really through a uh, an HVAC uh, contractor I was introduced to my now partner who was doing multifamily uh, real estate in the southeast which is really what I always wanted to get into and the stars aligned and uh, I took my kind of finance background and limited experience in real estate and brought it to him uh, who had done a lot of multifamily in the southeast but wanted to take the next step and grow and uh, the rest has been history with uh, with Cider Moon and the, the multifamily and student housing real estate in the southeast. Oh, that's awesome! What a what a great story. And I, what I like about it is that you know you had a couple of pivots. You you did some other things. You got some other education under your belt. Um, and obviously, with uh, hindsight being twenty twenty, right? Um, if you were to go back, there's some there's some younger uh, audience listening and that are just starting their careers, or maybe they're just experiencing that first pivot or two. Um, and so hindsight being 2020, if you could, you know, go back and give that Chris that was just getting started some, uh, some advice, what kind of things would you tell him? I would definitely say don't be afraid to make those pivots and, and think more entrepreneurial. Uh, the reason why it took me so long is because you're so, you know, kind of reliant on that paycheck and you kind of doubt yourself a little bit and even just oh well how do I even get started how do I set up an LLC how do I do this how are my taxes going to be affected it just seems like a big mountain in front of you when you're mm -hmm. trying to go out on your own um, and you can you can do it on the side to get your feet wet and, and get that experience before diving in full head where you got no money coming in at all and you're starting a new business and so you can learn while you're still making a paycheck but you know, I'll be honest with you I was I was just afraid of the unknown and afraid of, I didn't have really anyone guiding me on how to start entrepreneurial. So I started reading some books and I said, this can't be that hard. And as soon as you get over that and you take the plunge, um, that's really 99% of the battle. And if that gets you into doing something that you're really passionate about and you love, you know, you look back on it. I look back on it now and say, oh, starting the LLC, I was worried about <laughs> 
kind of it's <laughs> like I got to pinch myself to think how could you be that silly, but uh, that, that's the truth. No, and I appreciate that because it it is you know when things are new they're new and just uh, um, it's hard sometimes to get your head wrapped around ah what is it, this and then you do it that's funny because now you're thinking start an LLC that's the least of anything to do with uh, with yeah, uh, exactly. you know the the day to day um, you know um, 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 troubles of or you know just passive being an entrepreneur that's awesome though um, l- let's switch it up a bit Chris I want to talk a little bit more about what you're doing as a managing partner over at a Cider Moon Investment Group so what kind of uh, clients do you help out and what kind of products do you work on typically? So we're really a full-service owner-operator of multifamily and student housing in the southeast. So we we do private placement deals where we syndicate the equity of the deal where, you know, we started out with friends and family raising 10 grand here. If, if we got someone to give us 100 grand, that would be fantastic and, and kind of form a new LLC to buy a uh, you know, 25-unit multifamily in Atlanta, and that's kind of how we got our feet wet. Um, but we do, we have to do everything from source the deal, you know, find, find somehow find the deal through our, you know, growing network of brokers and management companies and just people on the ground that know that this property is coming up for sale. Um, and then once you find one, and you still have to underwrite it to make sure that it's actually viable. So we probably underwrite 50 deals for every one that kind of meets our threshold of a, 25% IRR in year three, because we usually like to hold for about two to three years. Um, most of the properties are medium to heavy value add, where we buy a D plus or a C minus property, but in a an area where there is some arbitrage, where it's, it might even just be a C plus area, but just having that little gap where there is room to grow and not grow yourself out of the market that you're in. Um, so sometimes growing rents from $450, putting a significant amount of capex in, and getting them to 650 for for a two bedroom, it may not sound like a lot, but that $200 bump, uh, you know, in in two to two and a half years, you're, you could probably double your equity and double our investors' equity, and you know, then 1031 it into something else. But it, the whole concept of getting over you know, the the value-add properties that other people might look at, say, how how could you possibly make money on this? Those, those have been our most successful deals, and there's really mm-hmm. no loser in the deal. The the tenants get a better place to live. Uh, you know, the community gets improved step-by-step step along the way, and uh, we do well, and our investors do well, and, and everyone seems to be happy. You're not, you're not taking advantage or gouging anyone. In most cases, you're taking these properties over from someone that was taking advantage of the tenants and kind of running it uh, very poorly and, and uh, just taking advantage of the people and you, and you come in and do it the right way. And uh, it is possible to for everyone to win by not cutting quarters and doing it the right way. Oh, that's great. Um, any kind of, uh, you know, themes or um, or trends you're noticing in your market right now? Yeah, there's a there seems to be a lot of people that you know want to get into multifamily in the southeast. So uh, mm-hmm. you know our, our markets like Atlanta that were you know at cap rates of six and a half, seven a few years ago are now people are trading at three and a half to four and a half because it's such a hot market and there's a lot of I guess I want to say like uninformed buyers that you know when something hits the market there's so many eyes on it and people just kind of over overbid on these projects and then the seller gets these wide eyes that they can sell it for this great price but ultimately it, it usually either doesn't appraise or 
they can't get the lending they wanted and or they try to retrade just to, and they do a big a big number to get into contract then try to take two million dollars off uh, and then it goes back onto the market and then you see I see the same deals coming up every three months because they fall out of contract and it's just kind of a swell of people so we've actually moved into you know what most people would call more tertiary markets where you know we're 45 minutes outside of Nashville and in, in multiple directions um, in those same, those same, you know, Class C and Class B properties, there's tons of people that are commuting to Nashville, but also there's companies that are building these big plants right in. So it's, you know, Clarksville, Tennessee, or we just got a student housing deal in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. They're all about 30 miles from Nashville, but the you're not you're not paying the absurd cap rates, but the economies are still doing fantastic, and we've kind of found that little niche. Uh, and, and we love it right now. A lot better than kind of those the really overpriced markets that used mm-hmm. to be good several years ago. No, that's awesome, Chris. So if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on uh, Cider Moon Investment Group or to contact you, what's the best way for them to reach out? So probably all my information is on my website at CiderMoonInvestments.com or I'm also on LinkedIn. All right, fantastic. Well, hey, Chris, I really appreciate you coming on the show and uh, sharing more about your background and also, you know, your tips for success. And to the audience, as always, appreciate you tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I'm bringing you new episodes each and every day, and I really appreciate your support.